This is Richard Ricky Noah Pensig on March 9th, 2023, and I'm being stalked. I figured I should keep some sort of documentation of what's going on just in case something happens to me. That, and I need to remind myself that this happened. This is real. Recently, I started hanging out at the library to work on commissions at the insistence of Hayat. It said that it's, quote, worried about my mental health or something. Leaving my house at least gives me the chance to get some coffee without having to worry about the delivery fee. There's a kind of peace at the library. Besides your average reader, there are lots of students working on homework, people catching up on the news, and those without homes warming up from the freezing weather. The watered-down silence really helps me stay on track. Even if I don't talk to anyone, I feel less alone, less distracted. I can't procrastinate by sorting through grandpa's stuff or by unpacking my own shit. I can still browse social media, but you win some, you lose some. For the record, this is a complete 180 of opinion from when I was little. I didn't really like libraries back then. Controversial, I know. But running around and making noise was discouraged, and I definitely was not a quiet kid. That not-so-quiet kid became a not-so-quiet adult. Thankfully, where I'm living now, the walls are pretty thick, so I don't have to worry about any noise complaints as a result of my 2am gaming sessions. Oh, holy shit. How the fuck did I miss that? How the fuck did I miss that? It was right there, right there in front of me. The last morsels of normalcy came with the ping of the overhead speakers cutting through my music. The library will close in 15 minutes. Please make your way to the front desk to finish checking out before you leave. Thank you. Scooting my chair back, I grabbed my now empty coffee cup and tossed it in the bin. My tablet found its way back into my bag. I remember nearly forgetting to grab my charger. That would have been a nightmare in itself. The winter air's chill wore through my clothing in an instant. It gnawed on whatever bare flesh it could. Thank fuck I was driving. I scurried over to my car and tossed my stuff in the back. I cranked up the heat, waiting for the warmth to burrow into my bones once again. Once I was satisfied with my level of comfort, I began the drive home. As I entered my neighborhood, I noticed something off. Ice needles tiptoed down my spine the sensation of someone or something watching me. Lights of another car danced in my rearview mirror. Someone else happened to be behind me. No big deal, right? Except that most people aren't driving around my neighborhood at 9pm on a weekday. Most of my neighbors are older than dirt and turn in at like 8pm. The other seemingly tried to keep their distance, at least at first. The more turns I made, the closer they inched towards me, and the more sure I was that they were following me. I wasn't going to lead this creep back to my house if I could help it. Dread shredded my mind as I tried to think of my next move. Who the fuck would even want to follow me? It's not like I have money. The only thing mugging me would get someone is a barely functioning drawing tablet and an even less functioning car. 
Did they want to hate crime me? Kill me? I had no idea. But what I did have was a box cutter. Not the sharpest thing on the planet, and I had no idea how to use it, but it should work in a pinch, right? I parked my car next to the lake and waited. Sure enough, my stalker pulled up right behind me. Adrenaline flooded my system, making my heart beat the percussion of my potential downfall. The glove box clicked open under my shaking hands. My knife, my potential savior, my only hope, sat there innocently. Here was the inevitable confrontation. I opened up the box cutter before stepping outside. If they were going to kill me, I'd at least get a few good stabs in. A beat passed. The tinted windows stared me down. I must have cut a pretty terrifying figure, because the next thing I heard were screeching tires, and they were gone. At least I was pretty sure they were gone. Well, that was anticlimactic. I collapsed into my car, the breath forcing its way out of my lungs. What the fuck was that even about? What did they think was going to happen? That I was just going to take a leisurely stroll by the lake in frostbite conditions? Did they think I was going to have a friendly chat with them? Hey neighbor, how's it going? Have you been enjoying tailing me? I sure am entertaining, right? What a fucking coward. They didn't even have the guts to face me. I had nothing to be afraid of. I pulled back onto the road and continued my trek home. Admittedly, watching the rearview mirror probably more than I should have. By the time I pulled into the driveway, past the gnomes and the weeds, exhaustion had set in. It wasn't even 10pm and I was exhausted. Fuck you, weirdo stalker, for fucking stealing all my energy. I dropped my backpack by the front door and took a moment to sit on the couch. I scrolled through social media for a while, unwinding to the silly little memes my phone brought me. I'll get ready for bed in a minute, I lied to myself. Before long, the worn cushions and old quilt lulled me to sleep. Blinding light ripped me from my slumber. Disoriented, I rolled over and checked my phone. 2.20 a.m. What the shit? Where was the light coming from? I squinted out the window at the source. A person-shaped thing stood just outside the reaches of my yard. It looked like the sun distilled into the form of a human being. It even had its own corona. Little wisps of plasma arced from its being, dissipating into the air. I could feel its non-existent eyes on me. My skin prickled and burned under its gaze. I was starting to wonder if I should have put on some sunscreen before falling asleep. Maybe pour some into my eyes for good measure. Fuck. I sat up slowly, as if trying not to scare a wild animal. It stayed in its place even as I moved towards my front door. The afterimage blinded me to my backpack, which was still laying exactly where I left it. The carpet softened my fall enough to not leave a mark, and... By the time I had the front door open, the thing was gone. I honestly don't know what to make of that whole experience. I don't think hallucinations can leave afterimages like that, but I'm definitely not an expert. Maybe it was just some really weird ball lightning? Or a really, really elaborate prank by a hat 
who, mind you, lives two whole hours away. Regardless, at least I have a record of it. Something to hold on to. A reminder. Maybe it's just paranoia, but I have a feeling that this isn't over. This is Richard Ricky Noah Penzig signing off for now. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Leo B. Moss for voicing Moss the Librarian and KB Slutpunk for writing the theme song. You can check KB out pretty much wherever you find music. A round of thanks goes to Fortune for reminding me that podcasts exist. Without you, I probably wouldn't have made this. This has been Quinn Valentine, and I'll see you next week for episode two. (laughs) 